hello lovely people and welcome to the Lovely Digest podcast. I'm your host and friend Emily, founder and creative director at Bet Creative, sharing weekly wellness wisdom with you every Wednesday. My goal is to help you design your dream life and make the transition from being in information overload to being your own personal success story. Make sure to subscribe to get notifications every time a new episode comes out so you don't miss the latest simple and actionable tips for improving your well-being. Okay, get ready for me to argue that travel is good for the soul, so by extension, an acceptable topic for a wellness podcast. This year has been full of travel so far, and I still have a few trips planned coming up. I've been fortunate enough to be able to go to Europe four times in the last year from now. I always joke about having expensive hobbies. For example, I'm a horse girl, although a nice normal one, I hope, if there is such a thing. Travel is also such an integral part of who I am. It's one of the few things that reminds me what true joy and adventure feels like and makes me endlessly grateful for my time here on earth. So I budget and plan to incorporate a lot of it into my life. When I finally got healthy after being sick for over a year, I started planning. I didn't want to take this life for granted Now, travel might not be as important to you, but I'm guessing if you're listening to this episode, it probably is. But in case you don't feel as strongly as I do about it, it's so important to find and prioritize those things in life that make your heart sing. When I'm having a bad day or struggling mentally, thinking about an upcoming trip gets me super jazzed to keep working and keep going because that will get me closer to my next great adventure. If you've known me for a while, you'll definitely have heard me talk about To Be Magnetic and know that Lacey Phillips' work and the Expanded podcast have played a huge role in my up-leveling and healing journey. To Be Magnetic, while branded as a company whose goal is to help you manifest anything you want, goes way beyond manifestation for me. A subscription to the program called The Pathway offers a huge library of subconscious reprogramming meditations employing the use of EMDR therapy and neuroscience to retrain your brain to develop higher self-worth and call in anything you want. I've manifested my dream car at the age of 24, the launch of my two businesses, the ability to live solely off Bet Creative's income, an apartment, my cat an Apple desktop for free, and so many smaller things like clothing items and homewares and furniture. Literally so many things in the last three years since joining TBM. But more importantly, I've developed an invaluable sense of self-love and compassion towards myself and others. I highly recommend TBM, and they've just launched their affiliate program, so I'm super excited to offer you guys 15% off yearly or monthly subscription. I do receive a commission to be transparent, but as I mentioned, I've been paying for this program for the last three years and genuinely love it and have seen so many results, as I mentioned. If you want to use my code, enter EMILY, E-M-I-L-Y, 6529 at checkout. 
I don't have a huge budget and my income is a very erratic as a business owner. Cue the motorcycle outside of the window. I make in the low to mid five figures currently and that's riding the line of what it takes to live where I do. That being said, if you really want to travel and you're in a similar situation of not making like a ton of money, it's very possible for you to make it happen. Um, allow me to be your expander. I have always paid for my own trips with the exception of our very special Paris family trip that I haven't been on yet. By the time you listen to this and are seeing this episode, I will have been on it. Um, I'm so excited. My first trip to Italy, though, when I was 18, I paid for and it was $5,000 out of my savings to go. Like for the whole thing, I didn't really have to pay anything for anything while I was there except for some food and shopping and souvenirs and stuff. My second big trip was to India in my sophomore year of college and cost about the same um, in the four to $5,000 range. And the same deal, like everything was included in it except for souvenirs and stuff. Then in my junior and senior year of college, I paid three times to go visit my best friend while she studied in Scotland. Can you tell that I like Scotland and my best friend? (laughs) And I was making maybe ten dollars to $15,000 a year while studying and trying to save like most of that because that was going to a few different things. Um, Finding a low-cost airfare was definitely a lot easier pre-COVID. However, it's still relatively easy to find cheap flights to Europe. In fact, it's much less expensive to fly to Europe right now than it is to cross the United States. Starting with, excuse me, as I'm burping, it's not at all what I wanted to say. Start watching flights six months out. That's the first tip. They'll usually start out a bit low and then the times will change, get canceled, or like you'll get moved and stuff. However, if it does get canceled, you've already locked in that price and they'll have to either refund you or get you on a new flight. Usually they try to their best to get you on something else if it's far out. Um, far out, bro. Can you tell I'm tired? <laughs> She's going crazy crazy girl oh but anyways like usually if you book it way in advance and you don't have to worry either you're gonna lock in that price and you're just gonna have to deal with customer service which can be a bit of a time suck um and this happened to mike and i a few weeks out from our trip to england this spring for a wedding um but we found flights that had opened up only because it was closer um to departure and ended up being totally fine it just was a bit more of a headache Uh, Flight prices tend to get very expensive, but then dip again about three months out and then climb from there and not really go back down. So there's a little tip for you. That's been my experience in the past. That's also what I've heard from other people who fly frequently. Um, The best way to secure a cheap flight is to be flexible, especially with your dates and also your destinations if possible. Mike and I ideally wanted to fly into Liverpool, but it was triple the cost of flying into Gatwick and renting a car, so we obviously just did that instead. Obviously, you just kind of have to weigh, like, count time as a currency for you because your time is very valuable. You're going to be tired if you have to drive far it's not like it's not adding anything on even though you might not be spending more money and you might be saving a lot of money like what is the cost of your time to spend driving 
for example, for us from driving to Gatwick to Liverpool, that's like an extra five hours. So we also had to like rent an extra night with Airbnb and stuff. So just keep that in mind and map your trip out in advance. I'm a planner and Mike is not, but if you want to ensure a positive travel experience, the best way to do it is to get the general structure down, book where you're going to sleep and how you'll get around and leave the rest up in the air. This takes the stress out of travel and ensures you're not going over budget on a last minute hotel or sleeping situation. Um, Lots of Airbnbs now offer last minute cancellation. It's I'm finding a lot more common in Europe, so that gives you a bit of flexibility while also forcing you to look up where you want to stay. Not that it's really forcing if you actually enjoy it like I do. Like I like, I would rather have things planned out in advance and just like basically tell my travel self where to go. Like then you can just kind of enjoy where where you're going and what you're doing. But then again, if you like if you know that you're probably going to meet people out and about and want to ask locals where they like to go and actually go to those places and leave sometimes open for that and for flexibility, um, or just like know that you might cancel a reservation or two. Um, another tip is to stay with your friends if possible or to stay with someone else if possible. I was literally only able to go to Scotland because I stayed with my best friend. We ate in and I saved a lot by going grocery shopping with her, but also felt more ingrained in the true Scottish university culture than if I had stayed somewhere else by myself and like ate out all the time then I'd be spending more and also wouldn't feel like super integrated into the experience that I wanted to have as a student um yeah and then one of the last tips that I have is to pack in only a carry-on don't pay for upgrades it's not worth it and pack your own food trust me you can pack in a carry-on I packed for an Indian wedding with five different events into a carry-on, so you can do it too. It's very easy, and that was also in the winter, like early spring, so I did it. You can do it. Just You just got to learn how to pack right and to just be mindful about the fabrics that you're taking and layering up, um, and I also, I didn't wear a bunch of layers either. Like, I wasn't weighed down. I was very comfortable, had a very easy experience. Um, While I don't necessarily recommend flying budget airlines, I feel too old at the elderly age of 26 to be flying Spirit. Are airlines prone to cancellations and delays because that causes me more stress than is worth, than it's worth in my opinion? Like time, you have to think about like investing in a way in the airlines that you're taking on. Like for Mike and I, we ended up paying like $100 more each to go from the budget airline that canceled on us to an airline that, I hate to say it, we had a, a really bad travel experience, but it was like a freak thing. It wasn't like an airline thing. Um, so while that sucked, <laughs> uh, the airline that we ended up flying with was awesome overall, like in general was great. Um, and took a lot of stress out of just like sleeping in a hard seat and worrying and yeah I would fly that airline again because I feel like they would handle things better um, just overall but there are more low-cost airlines now like Iceland Air which I love that doesn't give you a ton of perks but that's reflected in the cost like you can pay for food and stuff but honestly I'd rather bring my own food anyways which is just fine because you know 
traveling light, bringing your own food, making sure you know what you're eating is really important to me to feel good on a plane. Um, and there's nothing worse than solo travel with a bunch of unwieldy luggage. So minimize your luggage, minimize the perks. It's only a few hours. I feel like if you're in your twenties and possibly even thirties, if you're healthy, like it's fine. It's really not that bad. And then after that, you know, I would probably upgrade to lay down flat, but like still don't really need food. It just know what is important to you and what you value. And for me, I just value being in the place, the airline, like I can, I can deal with that. I can deal with a night of not great sleep. We all do it to go out. So I can do it on a plane, but your assignment is to think about three things that bring you incredible joy, even if they're inex- even if they're expensive activities. Think about how you could incorporate more of those things into your life, even on a budget. What pieces of that activity could you bring into your life? Because I love horses, I've always traded work for free rides and still now make time to go to the barn one morning a week to spend time in a place that brings me a lot of joy. Even if I don't yet have a horse, I still surround myself with horses in preparation for the day that I do have one. Because if I'm not making space for a horse, then I can't expect to get a horse someday because I have no time or energy for that in my life. But because I make time for the barn now, I know that if I got a horse, it would just be it would just make perfect sense because it fits right into my life as it is. So I know this episode is a little all over the place. Like I've also been a little all over the place. This is the last episode that I'm recording. Uh, Last episodes of the month get really, (laughs) get really funky. (laughs) But I'm so passionate about showing people that anything is possible if you just work to make it happen and spend some time on it. Honestly, things that seem expensive almost always have a workaround unless you're buying a designer purse. Unless you buy a secondhand, it's just going to be plain expensive. But when it comes to activities that bring you joy, it's always possible to keep incorporating bits and pieces into your life. And I found that when I make time for something, even if I don't know it's going to work out, it usually falls into place. Well, that is it for now, lovelies. Thank you so much for tuning in. For more tips and to join our online community off the podcast, follow Lovely Digest on Instagram and Emily Beck on YouTube. The links will be below. To join our email community and get notified of new discounts, tips, and resources, follow the link in the show notes. If you thought this was helpful or know if it might help a friend, please make sure to share it and if you feel inclined, leave a review. It really helps get these tips in front of the people who may really benefit from this community we have here. See you next week.